this podcast may not be for you right now. And I'm not, this, hopefully this podcast is never for you, right? Like I hate to start the show that way, but, um, today for mental health Monday, we're going to say like, listen, I just got cheated on and now what? Okay. And the reason that I want to do this today is because uh, honestly, I'm not in that situation right now either, but I have a friend that is, and it is such a vital tool to have in your tool belt to be able to give to somebody when they ask. So that's what we're doing today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast I do with my mom every single day. We have three principles. We live, we laugh, we love my mom. And she is my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. So I did something I've ventured out this weekend. I don't know if anybody's been in a spot like this before, but like it's the worst when you walk into something you feel you usually felt super confident with before. Like, for example, maybe you used to play like a sport or something, right? Let's say you used to play baseball and then you haven't played however long. And then you're like, I, I think I still got this. And you go in the baseball field, you grab the bat and you walk out in the field and you're like, I don't think I have this anymore. <laughs> so uh, this weekend I went to hot yoga for the first time since I've been vaccinated and it was uh, terrible. No. Um, for lack of a better term, it was terrible. Um, no, but I mean, I was proud of myself because I, you know, I went and I found a studio and went over there. And by the way, hot yoga is ridiculously expensive. Like $35 for a session to me is just like wow. unbelievably expensive, right? Wow. Uh, doesn't, doesn't that seem like like just for some heat? You know, it's like yeah. yoga with a little bit of heat. And, but it was um, long, right? It was, it was seven. It? Yeah. No, it was 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I only did about 75 minutes, about as long as I could do, because I just, yeah. I'm just not used to the heat anymore. Right. I used to do hot yoga for, you know, forever. Yeah. Uh, two, three times a week. Yeah. Um, but I do for an hour at a time. Right. And so this is like, this is the longest I've ever gone before. And I obviously was just not used to the heat because I haven't done it in so long, right? It's mm-hmm. been since pre-pandemic. So a little over a year. Um, but so I walk in this class and it's, you know, when anytime, anytime you walk in like the class the first time period, it's always like a little off-putting, a little unsettling, right? Um, but I um uh walk, so I walk in and I, I can't tell. Everyone's just kind of like turned all which kind of ways and like mirrors are on, on all four sides of the class, and I'm like, oh, I don't. I don't know where the front of the class is or the back of the class is. Like I'm just, I want to go to the back of the class. Uh-huh. I'm not like, I'm not good at this right now. It's been so long since I've done it. I've never done this sequence before, right? Uh-huh. Like I've never done this class before. So, uh, I'm going to obviously stick to the back of the class. Uh-huh. So I walk in, I think I'm in the back until the class starts and I realize I'm literally dead in the front of the class Oh no! and I just can't, I just cannot keep up. I just uh-huh. cannot like, and then that, that's like all eyes on you, right? Which is right. like the opposite of what yoga is supposed to be, <laughs> right. you know, it's supposed to be like and, no and eyes on really you. they really weren't. No, I'm sure they weren't. Nobody gives uh-uh. a shit. Right. Uh, but in my mind, it was just like this complete, <laughs> complete, um, just all eyes on me. Can't get anything done. Just, just bad. <laughs> just bad so uh, i don't know if i'm gonna go back or not i don't know like i feel like i've kind of lost my touch it just didn't like the studio felt weird like everything just kind of felt i don't know i just didn't i'm i'm it's like a missing missing san diego part one million you know yeah just didn't feel like what i'm used to it feeling just i just have a hard place. time with change you know yeah it's, it's challenging yeah yeah and we're all going to have to have that transition period 
when we kind of put our toe in the water a little bit and venture out there. Yeah. And yep. see how things feel, you know, but yeah. I mean, I'm glad given. I went. I mean, talk about being stressed though, because this is the first time I've been around this many people without mask on too. Right. So I'm like, Oh yeah. I don't know any yeah, of you people in an indoor space. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. Mm. Uh, so as of right now, I think I'm COVID free. So that's, a, <laughs> but it's going to take times like that, you know, of me like going mm. and like, it's, it's crazy. I felt like there would be some type of like, I just don't know. I don't know the rules of all this stuff. I don't really go out a lot, you know, right. I, don't really go, I don't really go to the, the grocery store. I don't really go anywhere. You know, I just kind of like, <laughs> stay in my little bubble. I've, I've just created such a bubble where I don't have to go places, you know? Right. Like I'm just not used to it. So like, I don't know now with the mask being removed, mm-hmm. like what's the protocol for that? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's different everywhere you go. Like, yeah. There's, there's so much confusion about it. Yeah. So I always take my mask with me and more often than not, I'll wear it, but other people aren't. Some people are, some people aren't, you know, yeah, I just don't know, yeah. like, like in a class like that, should they be asking for some type of vaccination records? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. So. <laughs> um, well, good for you for getting out. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I went, but I just, I yeah. don't know. It, it didn't quite bring me the um, satisfaction. This is uh-huh. what, like, this is what we talked about a while ago, uh, a few weeks ago, about, like, how people have such high expectation post COVID like that everything's going to be just like magically Uh, back to normal. uh And I think for me specifically, you know, like Uh I just imagined like it just feeling more comfortable here. The second that I could like get out and do stuff and like, I don't know, it's just not really, it's not really doing what I thought it was going to do. So, yeah. You know, um, I was out today with, um, Maggie and her in-laws and, um, we went downtown to a restaurant for lunch and, we were eating outdoors and we were glad to be outdoors. But when we went inside to go to the restroom, I mean, all the tables were filled. You know, everybody was on top of each other. Of course, nobody's wearing masks because they're eating. And I was like, ooh, you know, I was so thankful that we were outdoors because we really weren't close to anyone else. I mean, the table next to us was probably four feet away, but they had their backs to us. Yeah. So it didn't feel too threatening. Right. But you know what was lovely today? What's that? Is that John came to join us and he's on call this weekend at the hospital. That's my sister's husband. husband. Uh-huh. And he had his scrubs on and our waiter said, oh, you know, what hospital do you work at? And he said, Emory, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, my sister was a doctor. You know, she's retired. And we chatted for that about, you know, a few minutes. And then at the end, he said, you know, your um, your lunch is on the house. Thank you for all you do. We appreciate you. That's and John, nice. And John said, no one's ever done that before. That's nice. And well, let's, so here's the thing. Let's be great. honest. <laughs> like, they don't, they don't need it. <laughs> like, how much? I mean, I know John doesn't make a lot right now, but his earning potential is quite high yes. I, that's what i have like i really defend nurses all the time because nurses don't make up as nearly as much as doctors no, make, right no. and listen don't that doesn't that means no disrespect to people that have put in a lot of time during the pandemic exactly. like exactly absolutely right right they've um, all done my minute's job yeah um but i you know military they don't make a lot of money 
and they actually like, you know, mm-hmm. fight for our lives. Doctors are great and they mm-hmm. work really hard and they save a lot of lives and it's great. But mm-hmm. I've always struggled with like giving them financial benefits mm-hmm. when I know they're making $300,000 a year. You know what yeah. I mean? It's well, like, John's not close to that yet. Well, not yet, but he, <laughs> the potential's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the potential's there. It's like putting but in your even time. So, even so, you know, our military people, all those people that give of themselves so much to the service of others. Really, it's lovely to be recognized. Yeah. Um, FYI, really nice. we're still in wedding planning season. <laughs> so this first part of the show is going to be a little shorter because we're just, it's literally 730 at night on a Sunday and I got to get to bed. Um, yes. I, my mom literally, you were, you spent all day. Now you need to know this. My sister got married. Um, when was it? March? March, huh? March 8th. Uh-huh. Um, no, March 13th. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. And now they're planning a separate party for September because they were going to wait till post COVID, which now in hindsight, don't you wish you just would have waited because now everybody's vaccinated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know. It's this so, much, so much easier. This has been so much easier. Oh. Remember when we just like held their horses for four more months or whatever so it was. So much better. Well, but- where, is, where is wedding planning now? Because I mean, you're, yeah, you're two and a half hours late. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm scolding you for being like your parent. <laughs> you're, you're late. Shame no, on you. Like, where have you been? No, but it's uh you. So where is where is this whole process now? Uh, well, you know, we're planning a reception uh, on the other side of Atlanta, and it's a good distance for me to go. And so we went there for a, a tasting today to see what the um, not the wedding food because we're having that catered by someone outside, but. Uh, the parents for Friday night were the in-laws were thinking about using their caterer and we had a lot of things we had to resolve and they had never been there. So it was really good. It just took a lot of time. It took more time than, than I thought it might, but it was fun. It's beautiful. It's out in the middle of nowhere and it was a beautiful day. It's hot. Yeah. Um, but what was so interesting, there was an Indian wedding that had been there all weekend yeah. Indians, Indian weddings go on for days. So long. And yeah. this was their third wedding. They had <laughs> had a wedding in New York, one in Chicago, and this was their third and final wedding in Atlanta. That's crazy. That is why so, so many. Did I tell you why so wild. many? Is just different family I, all over the place? I don't know. That I mean, that's really their tradition. Yeah. I mean, they just blow it out. And that's I am crazy. Telling you. The flowers, I mean, a lot of it was still there. They were just starting to break it down. The flowers were magnificent. The settings were just in vivid, beautiful teal and hot pink. And, oh, my goodness, it was something yeah. else. So thank God we're not doing that. That's true. It puts <laughs> it in better perspective, a right? a lot. I mean, our thing seems so simple compared to all that. It was yeah. like, wow. Okay. Yeah, no joke. So anyway. It's good. It's all good. And in September, we'll celebrate with extended family and friends. And hopefully, it'll be a beautiful fall day and uh, all shall be well. Yeah. So, there yeah. you go. Yeah. All right. I'll give you a Maryland Monday. Uh, the Great Baltimore Fire of 1904 lasted for 30 hours and resulted in a standardized firefighting equipment. Um, the fire last, uh, sorry, fire destroyed about 1500 buildings and was completely wiped out entire neighborhoods. Firefighters struggled to contain the blaze due to an issue with their, uh, their hose not matching up to the, the couplings. Oh. And the fire was the most destructive fire in the U S since the great Chicago fire 
of 1871. So that is when they standardize. If it wasn't for Baltimore, it may not be there yet, you know? It's Maryland Monday, by the way. On Mondays, I just do a little Maryland facts. I say that nobody knows anything about Maryland unless you live here. Um, and if and you live if here, you by the way, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah, you, uh, I'm learning a lot. I think it's kind of fun fact. So mm-hmm. anyway, there you go. All right. Let's get to our quote for today. Can't wait to hang out there with you. I know you'll be here in two Won't weeks. Be long. Won't be long. That's right. Birthday party. Today I'm quoting Buddha. You yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, Deserve your love and affection. Mm, that's good. It's so good. I mean, we forget how dearly we are loved by our Creator, and that love is the glue to everything in our life. Everything. Yeah. And it begins with us, it begins with us loving ourselves so that that self-love that we carry within us radiates to everyone else in the world. Mm -hmm. It can just not, not happen. It's very true. When we love ourselves. So let's not forget that. Yep. Um, There's a lot going on in our worlds and we sometimes forget how important we are. We've got to take care. Take care. Get sleep. Go to bed on time. <laughs> I know. Don't record podcasts so late. <laughs> Don't show up late for a podcast yeah. and start the week off wrong. Oh, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, honey. It's fine. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, you do. And like, I think, like, I I struggle with this because I honestly, it's been a shit weekend. Uh, I don't really want to get into it but it's just been a shit weekend. And um, a lot of it results because of like my timeline with relationships and with dating and getting myself ready to be in a relationship again. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, after last week's episode of the Uncensored podcast, I think it just really stirred a lot of things up within me and within a lot of people. I mean, I played the clip from the dating experts um, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, so it's just, I don't know. I'm having a shit weekend, but like, yeah. I love myself enough to know that like, I, I'm just not ready for a relationship. I'm not there ready to, for everything that comes with certain relationships, you know, yes. like, yes. And everyone gives me shit for it constantly. I just, I'm so tired of getting shit mm-hmm. for my life is mm-hmm. I'm just tired of it. I'm just mm-hmm. like unbelievably burnt out mm-hmm. with everyone else's opinion of where I am in my life. I'm just like over it. But you are where you're supposed to be, and you know that. And, you know, part of loving yourself is putting up boundaries around yourself. Yeah. I mean, so I have that, to. So that you can take care of yourself. Because if you're not good with you, then you'll be good for no one well, else. Well, I just know you that I'm not, not able. for anyone else. I'm just not able to, like, give. Meet the needs. Uh, yeah. Of somebody mm-hmm. else right now. Mm-hmm. And so that's okay. It just kind of is what it is. Unfortunately, you know, it's just fucking frustrating though. I'm just really frustrated today. Sorry. It's all right. Um, So this is going to be a shorter early part of the podcast. Um, We'll get back into regular things tomorrow, but Leah's up here in just a couple of seconds with, uh, Mm. with the, um, 
uh, Mental Health Monday. Uh, real quick, though, Bubs, I want to thank Bubs for being on the podcast today. Bubs Naturals. If you have not put MCT oil powder in your coffee yet, please make that switch. Oh my gosh, it is such a big difference. Uh, MCT oil powder, you, you've heard of, I'm sure you probably heard of like bulletproof coffee. It's the same thing, but you don't got to put all the stuff in there, like the butter and all that weird stuff. Bob's figured out a way to put it into a powder form and it's a great, it is a great coffee additive. It also adds clean, fast acting energy, increased mental focus. It helps curb your appetite and your sugar cravings and supports your gut health. But for me though, it's just this best naturally. I don't have it on the weekends. I left it at work. Oh. And I feel the difference. I totally oh. feel the difference with it. So do yourself a favor and uh, go get some Bub's Naturals. And I'm going to give you 20% off to go try it. Like I said, just give it a 30-day try, okay? 30-day try and tell me that you don't feel the difference uh, when you when you give it a shot. So go to bubsnaturals.com, bubsnaturals.com, and you can enter the promo code Kramer. And you get 20% off your order. And thank you for those that keep reordering and you love Bubs. I know it's part of like your daily routines. Mine too. You know, I feel like when I don't have a day, I feel off. I feel so off. So mm-hmm. uh, bubsnaturals.com, bubsnaturals.com, bubsnaturals.com. And enter the promo code Kramer to get your 20% off that and the collagen. All right. Uh, we will spin our – we got a Mental Health Monday in a second. We'll spin our wheel though. Uh, <laughs> how would you feel about this one, Mom? People got – there's somebody get upset on the Facebook page. They were like, you should just scratch people off the list when they already get their whoop whoops. And I'm like, yes, yes, probably so. Hmm. Uh, but um, I I don't know. I kind of like the odds that maybe yeah. you might get a whoop whoop again because it's kind of yeah. fun, right, when you tune in every day. Figure out if you're going to get the uh, the whoop whoop of the day or not, right? I don't sure. want to take that away from anybody. Uh, by the way, we're talking about certified fans, certified fans, people that can like donate to the show and just support us, and super appreciative of you. By the way, um, I am. Uh, when you join, you get a whoop whoop on the podcast. We haven't had a new certified fan in like two weeks though, which is <laughs> discouraging me. Um, and it's you- only five dollars a month five dollars a month and mm-hmm. it supports the podcast mm-hmm. and we're super appreciative when you can join and just help mm-hmm. uh, and yeah you get all kind of perks when you join and actually i was gonna kick off something new this week but i think i'm gonna wait till after we get back from our vacation because timing's kind of weird um i told you we're gonna do the hundred dollar mondays right well i was right. gonna start today but honestly i'm just not in the mood for it right now and then i was like also like wait well next monday's a holiday and then next monday we're off so right. I think we might as well just wait till uh, till we get back, right? Yeah. So that'll good. be coming up. But certified fans will get a bonus chance at 100 bucks every week. So it's just, mm. it's just things like that. I just try to give you guys bonuses and perks and just super appreciative for anybody that can support the show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. But anyway, let's uh, we'll say hi and whoop whoop to a certified fan. Um, and I'll spin the wheel and we'll figure out who it's going to be today. How do I spin this wheel? I forget. Oh, right here. <laughs> all right. We are going to say hello to certified fan number 215. Wow. Okay. Certified fan 215 is. Oh, wait. It's the wrong chart. Sure. Certified fan number 215 is. 215 is Michelle P. Oh. Michelle P. Uh oh. I think we've given her a whoop, whoop we have. before. 
We Uh-oh. have. Well, see, it's not our fault now. No, that's what I'm saying. It's completely uh-huh. up to the wheel. It's that's up to the wheel. Right. Michelle needs a whoop whoop today. You need a whoop whoop today. That's right. The, the universe knows, what, knows. The universe knows who needs what. So, Michelle, how are you? She's, uh, we love you. We do love you. Michelle, I talk a lot on Instagram. Uh, so, anyway, to Michelle P., here is your bonus. Whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop to Michelle. There Again. You go. We love yep. you. And uh, <laughs> we will um, we'll hopefully add you tomorrow. So just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. All right, Mom, it does it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. So, yeah, what do, what do I do? I got cheated on now what? I got cheated on now what? I mean, um, I, it's Mental Health Monday, by the way. And in case you're new to our podcast, every Monday we bring my therapist friend Leah on. She has a podcast as well called Not Your Basic Influencer. And um, – so we just talk about everything mental health. It's always a fun topic to talk about. Your um, topic? Well, no. Well, here's the thing. Is I had, a, I had a friend actually, just like whenever I texted you, I was like, God, I don't know the right advice to give to somebody when they get cheated on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried to take myself back to that moment of when I got cheated on. And it's like such a whirlwind. Like it's honestly such a whirlwind. And like, I don't know that my brain is blocking some of it out or I just, I, I just barely remember it to be honest with you. I barely remember like that, those hours to days to weeks mm-hmm. around everything. Cause it was just, it seems so surreal to me. Like it, I, I told my buddy at one point, I was like, I feel like I'm watching a movie about my own life and I've no, I've no control over it and I have no idea what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I was like, I don't know. Cause she actually asked me for advice. I'm like, I don't know. I can't even remember like how I handled it. So I was like, I know somebody that knows how to handle things like this. It is our one and only friend, Leah. Therapist friend. It's my therapist friend. What do you, what do you, what do you do? What do you do when you, when you get cheated on? Like, and I guess, I don't know if it differs between dating and marriage. Um, but what are, what are the steps? Well, so are you like, what's, cause we had talked about once a cheater, always a cheater. I think it's just the idea of like, can people recover from that? Can people change? Right. So are you saying they're staying in the relationship and how do you recover? Or is it? How I think, you- well, I think even before that, you may not even know. I'm talking about like from the second that you find out mm-hmm. and then like this, like the, if there were to be a roadmap and there's no such thing, I understand. But like, if there were to be one of like how to handle these situations when it comes to when do you make that decision if you want to stay with someone? Like, how much time yeah. do you give that? I mean, I don't think anyone should be making that decision probably in that exact moment. Totally. You know? So, I mean, yeah. if, I, if, I, if I came into your office today and I was like, hey, are there still offices? Do y'all still do that? Is everything digital? Is it um, computers now? Mostly virtual, but we're kind of integrating like in person. Okay. Let's say okay. we hopped on a Zoom call then. And I was like, hey, listen, I just found out that my husband cheated on me. Now what? So my first – well – if you were a brand new client and I didn't know you, I'd be like, what kind of, what do you want to get out of this conversation? Like, are you looking to process it? Or are you, you know what I mean? Or are you trying to figure out next moves? Cause mm. that's, I think the first step is like, not just taking action, but knowing like, do I want to like sit with this process? It? Like you, like you said, and I think that's good, good piece of advice is to not just make sudden decisions if you found right. your partner was cheating and I don't think that's really like smart because you're, you're, you know, you're in your amygdala. So you're in that like action, action right. um, brain and you're not really thinking clearly long-term. You're not considering probably like your past or 
like all the elements of the relationship. So I do think there's something to be said about processing it and really like um, sitting down. If so, if, if someone were to come to my office and say I got cheated on, I think about like, okay, like, so where do you want to start? What what are you wanting from this session? And the reason I say that, because that will guide how like I would respond. Mm. And my rule isn't to give advice, by the way. Like, I mean, I can guide, we can like, you know, I know, I know generally what makes for a healthy relationship, a supportive relationship. And I know what, you know, can be potentially unhealthy or abusive, but, but that also looks different for everyone. So I would first clarify that. I think that'd be my first. Yeah. Is there science behind when your brain is ready to make a decision like that? Does that make sense? Like, cause we're talking about the amygdala and all that stuff. Like, like if you're only doing like fight or flight thoughts, right. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any kind of science behind like, like how long you should, like it would take for you to actually put the thought process into making a big decision of like, do I want to leave this marriage? Do I want to leave this relationship? Like, I don't think it's a time frame, but I think it's about. Um, how do you know? How do you know that you're in a good, stable mindset to make a decision like that? I think feeling regulated, right? So if you're like just like minds racing, your like chest is tight, your your heart's racing, you're feeling just on edge, intense. That that would mean you're activated. And I think if you're in a more calm and relaxed state, that's when you can and you can still be like upset, right? Like, but you're not ready to go fight someone, I guess. Right, right, right. right. Is that, would that be like a very like unprofessional way of saying like, if you don't want to fight the person, that's the time that maybe you're feeling ready. (laughs) Very, I don't know if it's as as a licensed therapist. No, I think it's just, (laughs) I think, but, but I think really, that's why I tell um, clients and when I have talked um, to couples, which I, again, I don't do a lot of couples work, but at all, but really the idea of don't do it in the moment. Like when you're reacting, both people are going to be defensive and nobody's going to be wanting to listen to the other person. It doesn't really ever go anywhere Mm -hmm. because you're both just ready to like be right, to be on the defense, to protect yourself. So nobody's really in a state of like, I'm willing to hear you out and receive information and have a productive conversation. So I think the first thing is probably taking space. So say you were to, you know, someone was to find out, you know, a client walks in, I just found, you know, I saw my, my partner's phone, saw messages. I would say like, what do you need to do to take care of yourself? And, 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 um, you and know, space, I think would be, I mean, that's when, when yeah. I found out I was getting cheated on, like that's, you know, I had to do that. I had to just like, and, leave some space in there, you know, yeah. um, between us. I think she wanted to get, yeah, she get, went to a hotel for the weekend and that turned into an Airbnb for a week. And that turned into an Airbnb for a month and it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's space, yeah. but like it, that'd probably be better than you both living or being under the well, a hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I mean, so when do you, how would you even tell your clients So they're coming to you and said, okay, I got cheated on. I don't know if I want to stay in this relationship or not. Yeah. What kind of things would you start thinking through of like, is this, because I'll say like, it's gotta be a lot of work to recover from an affair. You know, like right. I can't imagine just being like, okay, a month later, this is fine. You know? So I think it depends, like you said, like, is it a relate? is it a relationship? Is it a long-term relationship? Is it a marriage? Are there kids involved? I think people do consider those things, right? Like right. the, and I don't, I don't think it's worth just staying together for the kids if people are extremely unhappy and there's like, it's just, you know, a very strained relationship that's not healthy for the kids. Cause sure. that's all. So I don't necessarily think you stay together for the kids, but 
it gets more complicated when there are there's a family involved and your finances are involved and you have this life built together. It's not like you're dating someone you can just dip, right? Right, it, right, yeah. So I really think it depends too on the history and um and I think what we said before in that the so know, it, well if we throw the kids out, okay? So kids, we're not, we're saying that's not going to be throw a, them out, uh huh. Throw them out, whoosh, right? Done. Um, okay, but like, how do you? I guess how do you know that you want to take that step? You know, because like just yeah. taking taking finances out of it, taking like taking everything specific about your situation out of it. Like, how do you even know if can you want to take that step? So I think with anything is like, can I be happy again? Can this partner, can this partner repair? Is the partner, well, I think we talked about this last time too, but like, are you, is the partner willing to repair and do the work to rebuild trust? And can I be happy again in this relationship? And if you actually think you're going to hold this over this person's head for the rest of the relationship, then I mean, I would say, is that the relationship you want to be in? And then I would, Mm. I would encourage you to consider your options because if you're going to just hold this over that person's head, it's not even going to be a relationship. You can't really repair it because you know, you're always going to see this person as a cheater. I mean, right. but you could work through that yourself too, though. So say someone's like, no, you know, I I have been really happy with this person for most of the relationship. So I'm willing to work on it. I'm willing to. Sure. So before the affair, I guess the, assessing everything other than the affair, like is, yeah. how was everything? Were you completely blindsided? Or are you like, man, this is going. Like, exactly. Me, I wasn't completely blindsided. Our marriage has been going downhill for a while. Like I kind of right. knew that, like things weren't great. Right. Yeah. And, and. That was that's like the tip of the iceberg, right? So like that that that's still crappy. That's still someone breaking, you know, that coming in a marriage or sure. breaking the trust or whatever it is. But there's other stuff underneath. So like, did this person go out of the, outside of the relationship or marriage because they were unhappy? Was it because they're insecure? Was it because they're not getting um, their mm. sexual needs met? Like, I think all of that. Is something to consider. I know some people too have identity crisis and they're like, I've been with this person for like 15 years and since I was like a kid and I haven't dated anyone else. And so I think you do take those things into consideration because we're human, right? I'm not, and I think it goes back to like, I think people can change. I think people make mistakes and that they can repair things, but I really think it's a person by person. So I think it's a matter, it's a matter of taking space and really asking yourself, like, do I see myself with work being happy in the future? And mm-hmm. I think that's like, that might take some time to figure out, like you can't really make that decision overnight. But I think if you sit with that and ask yourself and I, and how much do you want to, cause some people might really want to, other people might be like, no, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. Right. I'll, I'll tell you a quick, a quick cheating story that I thought was the, or like post cheating story that I was, I can't imagine staying in this situation and tell me your professional advice on this one. I had a buddy that, or a guy that I worked with, I wouldn't consider him a friend, but a coworker. And, mm-hmm. um, he, had an affair and like a bad one. I mean, it was like, whoa. Um, and the only way that his wife was ever going to trust him again is if he were to every text message that came to his phone also went to her phone. And so he could also like, I don't even know how you set something like that up, but apparently they could to where every message would, would go to both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like parental control on your phone pretty much. Yeah. I mean, what would you say in, in that situation? Would you just advise like, oh, what's like, what's the point? Well, I think that it, it's tough. There's something to be said. I don't know if I necessarily think the text going to the person's phone all the time is the answer, but I do think allowing your partner to like have transparency. Full, yeah. Full yeah. of being available to, to let your partner look through the phone. Like, I mean, 
I guess too, it depends. Like it sounds like it was pretty extensive. And if someone's like worrying about the, the their partner, like, you know, erasing the messages or that, I guess you do that. But I don't think that is going to really do anything. I right. think because like, that doesn't really, that says I can't trust you, mm-hmm. but an I can trust you would be, or I, I'm trying to trust you would be, you know, I have access to your phone. I know the password, like, you know sure. what I mean? Like that was that to me would seem, but I was like, God, every text message you get, that'd be annoying as hell for me just looking over all the time. The text message coming in for your phone too. I don't know. It's just, it just seemed a lot. It, and it just seems like there, it's like almost like a parent child dynamic. Right. Right. And like, almost you like, but, want your relationship to go there. Right. I just can't imagine like every, I mean, I guess it is a way to rebuild until it's like, yeah, trust it again. But damn, it just sounds like a lot of, um, you're really good at this. It's almost like you should have a podcast yourself. Really <laughs> I do. Good. I do. Oh. How convenient. That's well, you should plug it right here at the end of the segment. Right now. <laughs> right now. Like right now. Okay. Well, right. So, uh, I have a podcast with my friend, Elise. She's also a licensed, uh, licensed clinical social worker. And <clears throat> it's the Not Your Basic Influencers podcast. We talk about all things related to mental health, not just relationships. We talk about um, trauma and self-esteem and body image. And we've recently, um, we're tomorrow releasing an episode on um, the juvenile justice system. So it's very expansive, but it's really to help bring awareness and have more conversations related to topics that are super important and in a way that's digestible and relatable. So check it out. All right. I got to wrap the show up early today. I'm sorry if this one seems short. I Honestly, I'm sure one day I'll tell you the story of it's just meh. Uh, I love you though. Have a great day. Thanks for being here for everything. Live, laugh, love, right? Live, laugh, love your mom is what we do. So thanks for being here for the shit days too. I will see you back here tomorrow though for a new episode. Okay. Bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.